You're listening to Peppermint Tea with Anna Clark and Olivia Bossett. We are two friends who decided to start recording our virtual meetups while we're having to distance ourselves physically during the current global pandemic. We hope you enjoy listening to our conversations. Hi, how have you been today? What have you been up to? I've been good. It's been a funny old day on lockdown. I guess this morning I woke up and I put gym clothes on, uh, thinking that I was going to do a home workout, and I didn't. Um, So then I have since showered and not done a workout, and I think I'm just really struggling with doing them from home. And you just were saying before this that you've you did one the other day but yeah my dog is making noise I'm sorry guys just gonna have to deal with it he does this sometimes funny enough I'm not struggling with the home workouts which is really unusual for me because I normally do I normally find it really hard but something about this week has been different I don't know if that's just because of my like time of the month like what's menstrual cycle period I'm on or yeah maybe um just maybe the weather or just because I physically, normally I go out for walks like at least twice or three times a day with my dog, who is annoying, but is still my dog. Um, (laughs) And uh, at the moment, obviously I can't do that. So I feel quite restless and I'm just finding that I don't, I've not been doing very much. Like I've been doing short bursts of exercise that probably last about half an hour, but I've been trying to make them quite um, high intensity focused so they're short yeah, and sweet same. but I feel like they're quite effective um, and I'm also enjoying because everyone's now doing these live workouts because no one can go to the gym so there's so much variety and I can yeah, just dip in true. and out of who I want but don't put pressure on yourself like it's it's a yeah. weird week it is weird because I think I was doing so well at the gym. I was going to like two or three classes a week. I was going like just on my own to go and work out. And now yeah. I'm like, uh, and I'm, I'm fine like on um, uh, Wednesday or whenever it was, I went outside in the garden and did like a hit high intensity one. Um, and that was really good. And I'm still aching from it. And I'm happy to do that. I think as long as I'm outside, I'm fine. Mm. Um, I just can't do it in the house, which... Yeah. You know, at the moment, the weather's really nice and that's absolutely fine. But I'm just very aware that it may not stay that way. And I'm like, I literally cut just physically my men. I think my mindset's just so different when I'm in the house. But yeah, I'd love to hear how other people are coping with that. Um, So come and chat on Instagram about home workout situations because I'm really struggling. (laughs) Other than that, my week has been up and down, I think. Yeah, I think that's the least. For everyone, like, oh my God, because this all kicked off on, we're recording this on Friday and we went on lockdown on Monday night. Thankfully, you and I saw each other from a distance on Monday. So we have actually seen each other this week from a distance. Um, But yeah, it's been a weird one, like trying to get used to not being allowed to go outside as much as I want it's killing me that I can't go and do a photo shoot right now because the weather is just so good and it's the first week we've had where it's just been continuous sunshine since the start of the year yeah no the the weather I just feel is a well half of me is like oh it's taking the piss really because it's been the worst weather in 
history over the whole of winter and now as soon as we're not allowed to do what we want it's been really sunny but I feel like it's also boosting my mood a lot like if it was raining and grey I think everyone would feel really crappy yeah definitely like I've been making the most of my exercise once a day going out making sure that I take my time like normally I feel like I have to rush my walks because I have work to do whereas now I'm making sure that you know if we're out for an hour and 15 minutes an hour and 25 minutes um it's okay because I'm not going out again so I know that I'm going to have loads of time and like because this we don't know how long this is going to go on for I'm definitely feeling less pressure to be on it constantly whereas normally I feel I feel a lot of guilt if I'm not being proactive and productive all hours of the day yeah I guess I feel the opposite it's so funny that's really interesting though that's why this is called the record because we're both feeling differently and I think that's okay like everyone's gonna have different phases like next week I might feel completely different um yeah and I might be really not wanting to work out at home and you'll be like I'm loving it and yeah 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 I think I think for me like it's I'm definitely I definitely feel like more appreciative of the time that I have outside and I think Mm -hmm. it definitely is going to be good for everyone to realize like you can't take things for granted and in Mm -hmm. you have to enjoy your time outside um but for me I'm like I'm feeling so much pressure to get things done because I feel like everyone else is at home also getting things done so normally I feel Sorry, Karen. I, I think that that's because of who you follow on the internet. Mm, I, maybe. I'm, I'm, because because my world is so photography focused. I don't see much of the online business stuff that you and I obviously talk about, and I know that you're uh, yeah. much more focused on. So I'm not seeing all the people being like, "I've got to get this thing done and get it out before everyone else does it," because all the people I am in tune with are also in the same boat as me as they can't shoot. The difference is that I have my own projects on the side. So I'm still working. Yeah. But then do you not, are you not now worried that everyone else is going to be doing the same thing, the same things as you? I'm way ahead. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to be. How are you? Well, to put this into context right now, I'm working on, um, for anyone who doesn't know, there's now my dogs are barking in the background. It's fine. We're just going to have to roll with it. Um, yeah, so basically I'm currently working on an email marketing course for um, Flowdesk, which is an email marketing software. And I've been working on it for a few months, taking my time, procrastinating with it because it's mm-hmm. really hard to put together online courses. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm one of the first people doing it about this specific piece of software. Um, however, now all the people that I follow online suddenly don't have any client work or they don't have any job to go to and suddenly they're working from home like oh let's start an online course or let's start creating all these things and I'm just here like oh my god no I thought I was ahead but now everyone's catching up with me because yeah <laughs> so I don't I'm think feeling, you have to worry yeah I know I think it's just because like you say you're so right I am following a lot of people who are in the online business marketing world yeah. who are really kind of taking this um opportunity and being like oh I've just launched this like you should be doing this and that and I'm like oh god 
I know, but that's that's that is that part that is just all following those people. Like I I often feel that, but when things are really busy. So when I see photographers out shooting loads, or like maybe I have a couple of weeks where I don't get booked for a job, and then everyone else has got booked for jobs, and and I'm seeing them out shooting, I feel the same. I'm like, oh god, I'm not being productive enough. I've not done this. I've not done that. I should be out doing more. But we're always going to feel like that at some point. Yeah, it's just for me getting the balance of like, I'm so appreciative that I currently still have client work. And I know that a lot of people aren't in the same position. And Mm -hmm. I feel very lucky. But I'm also like, all these people now have all this spare time to create all these things. But then obviously, they're probably thinking, looking at me and thinking, oh, she's doing all this client work. Like, I wish I had that. So it's definitely a perspective thing for sure. Yeah, totally. But yeah, but I'm also you... just not feeling that motivated either. Like even with client work, I'm like, obviously I'm getting stuff done, but I just feel very unfocused. But I think that's yeah. fair enough, I guess, for the week that well, it is. I've I've been battling with not feeling creative and that's where mm. I think I'm having my version of what you're having, but with creativity. So I'm, I've been very productive So for context, on my end, I've been building a new website um, to separate my website. Basically, I've currently had one website with all my fashion photography, my portfolio on it, but I've also had all my education stuff on the same website. So I've been building a whole new website to split my education content onto a new website. And it's almost done. And I've spent all week doing that. And that's felt really productive and efficient but I've seen a lot of people on Instagram shooting still life stuff or trying out videography or sketching or drawing or doing something creative that I'm not doing and I don't really want to. And I I shared this on Instagram last night because it's it's weird that I don't want to. Normally I I shoot at least once a week. So the fact that I now can't shoot means that I'm not really creating anything and I thought that I would want to maybe it's just too early for me still right now maybe in three weeks time I'll feel like doing something a bit different but I felt a weird kind of guilt that I haven't wanted to paint something or take a picture of a shoe or a watch (laughs) yeah no the guilt is definitely I can definitely relate to that I think that's the same with me but for motivation like I think there's a lot of stuff out there like oh you can be doing this and I've completely Mm. I admit I've added to that noise I've been posting so have I um, things on yeah Instagram saying like oh this is what you can do like if work is slow here's some ideas for things that you can do um but and I know all of that but I haven't felt like doing it I just Mm -hmm. feel really unfocused but then I think we should yeah definitely give ourselves um some leeway because yeah it's a really weird time and the sun's out and I always feel like this when the sun's out (laughs) you do you are really bad for when the sun's out you just want to be outside all the time (laughs) so we just have to give ourselves some grace and be kind and just remember it it's the first week of this god knows how long it's going to be and um I think over the next few weeks it'll start to feel a bit more normal And everyone reacts differently in different ways. Like some people instantly might be like, oh my gosh, I've got all this free time. I'm going to be really creative. But Mm -hmm. then they're going to burn out of that after two weeks and be like, actually, no, I just want my routine back. 
whilst yeah. you at the moment you're kind of still working to a productive routine and then yeah. you you might just be the other way around my like my day-to-day routine hasn't changed a massive amount like I'm at home most of the day anyway the only thing that's changed is on a few days my boyfriend's been at home which has been weird and um (laughs) and I can't go out after in the afternoon so Mm. I'm taking our dog for a walk in the mornings and my boyfriend is taking him out in the afternoon um so normally we do the afternoon walk together and it's our time to like talk after work and catch up and stuff and now that's not happening but other than that I am not changed my life hasn't changed that much the thing that changed hugely for me is that I can't shoot and I can't plan a shoot if I'm not shooting I'm normally planning the next one yeah (laughs) I know I don't like the lack of freedom yeah for sure it's weird like you take it for granted so much yeah I don't like that I can't just get in the car if I want to and go somewhere I know that it's very important and that it won't be forever so it's fine so let's talk about goals then because you said that you'd listened to something earlier which was really interesting about Mm -hmm. business goal setting and stuff yeah so I follow Kate Ferris who goes under the alias of Simple and Season on Instagram and her website as well. She is a marketing coach and I had some Mm -hmm. coaching with her last year, which was amazing. I highly, highly recommend her if anyone's looking for a business coach or a marketing coach. She's really a really kind person, but she's super clever and she has a great way of explaining things that at least really resonate with me. Um, and I was listening to her podcast, which is called Grow With Soul, um, on on my balcony earlier while I was sitting in the sun. It was really nice. And it's a short episode. I think it's about 20 minutes long, maybe not even that long. And she was talking about how she has also felt a bit funny at the start of all this. She didn't really know what to do. And she's conscious of not wanting to add too much the noise of do this, do that during this crazy time. And one of the things that she was talking about in this episode was how she has felt the need to basically start her annual goals from scratch. And I have spoken, we've spoken about this before publicly, but we every year at the end of the year, so around December, January, get together for a whole day and like plan our year out. Um, and it's always really effective and we both have really benefited from it, but this has completely thrown a spanner in the works. And she was talking about how she is going to basically just reset her goals from scratch and lower her expectations of what she can achieve. Because the reality is that we're probably not going to make as much money as we wanted to. Um, she -hmm. was saying how she'd already set herself quite big goals financially and that she's had to completely change her yeah, expectations. We both did what. as well. Yeah. So I haven't done this yet, but it really, it felt good to me. It felt, it was comforting almost that yeah. someone said, maybe we need to just reevaluate this entire year and start from scratch as if this is now January and mm. look at what we feel is going to be achievable and she was talking about 
that, you know, her biggest goal is just to have something left when this is all over, <laughs> which yeah. sounds, which sounds quite depressing, but it's, it's not really, it's true. Like you do just want to have something that you can just go back to, um, maintaining it. So that was, I think something I'm going to look at. I think the main question for me is like, at what point would you reset things? Because right now I still feel like everything's still so up in the air, but, and we, and yet we don't know when we're going to know when things are going to go back to normal. And like, it's hard even now to plan anything because Mm -hmm. we don't know if it could carry on till the end of May, it could carry on till the end of August, it could carry on until you know, we have no idea. I don't know either. I think what I'll be doing is sitting down and just with a big mind map, thinking of ways that I can, A, still continue to make an income. Mm. What can I do to help myself financially throughout the rest of the year? Be it by maybe I have some things I can cut out that I don't necessarily need to carry on with. Um, yeah, maybe redoing like a budget sheet and budgeting yeah. and stuff. That would be good to relook yeah. at, I think. Yeah, and reevaluating my business, like financial goals. Obviously, you and I had both set quite big goals. Maybe knowing now that I'm going to have at least, it looks like two months really, where I don't really make a lot of money from shooting. Um, taking that into account, what will my financial goals look like? I'm going to, yeah. I think I'm going to estimate that I'll be back working from hopefully July. Yeah, um, fingers but, crossed. <laughs> but, you know, keep it flexible. And I think just the main thing for me is to just feel like I'm constantly pushing forward and never letting it get on top of me. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. Like if you need to, if you feel like this is going to help you mentally, like feel more in control of the situation, mm. then that's can only be a good thing. I don't want to let the coronavirus win. <laughs> Being kind to ourselves, but don't stop. <laughs> don't let it take over. Part of the thing about looking at the goals again can be being kinder to yourself as well. Like maybe I'm not going to, aim for the amount of money I had aimed to make at the start of the year but what can that look like that is a kinder more achievable goal like I'm still gonna push for more than I made last year I think that's still feasible but what does that look like perhaps in a bit more of a less pushy way I don't know I might explain it I might not be making any sense but it makes sense in my head yeah I think I'll definitely have a listen to this podcast episode for sure I think yeah just taking time to reevaluate mm. things can only be a good thing because it's already out of date. And that usually happens to me at about this time every year. Anyway, I'll look back at the goals I've set and yeah. think, uh, yeah, this is already out of date. But then I also encourage people to a go back and look at their, well, set goals each month and mm-hmm. evaluate at the end of each month like how things are going to kind of mm-hmm. stay in touch with it but also do like a big six month review as well um mm-hmm. I've written a bit about that on my blog before like doing a six month kind of progress review of your goals and I think yeah. basically this is just it fast forwarded it <laughs> a little bit yeah. if anyone is interested in that worksheet that we use at the end of each year 
It is um, obviously free to download and it's like, I think it's 16 or 18 pages of different like prompts and stuff for setting your business goals. And you can get that at byrosanna.co.uk forward slash 2020 plan, which is all one word. Shall we go backwards and talk about some lighter things like what anything we've been reading or listening to and stuff this week? What have you been reading? Reading. So this week I finally finished a book called Words That Change Minds, um, which is basically about, it's like kind of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming type stuff. It was hard to get through, to be honest. It was, I, I think if you were to, if I was to read this book again or recommend it to someone, I would say don't read it before bed, just like sit and have like a pen and paper next to you to make notes because it's really a reference book but it Mm -hmm. was really interesting kind of about um how the words people say tells you what kind of um uh buying situation they're in or like whether they're ready to buy or like how you can help them towards a sale and stuff like that um and now I've just now started to read a non-fiction no a fiction book which is rare for me Mm. but um, I'm reading The Testaments, which is the latest kind of sequel to The Handmaid's Tale um, yeah, by one, yeah. Mar- is it Margaret Atwood or something. Um, so I've just Don't started know. reading that last night. But so far, it's very good. What about you? Amazing. Um, I So I've finished two books this week. One is really, really small. And it's called Keep Going by Austin Cleon. Um, oh, yeah. He I saw is, that. Yeah, he's like a writer and illustrator. And he makes these really, really short, but really good books um, that are quite tiny in size. And you can sort of, you could flip through it and read it in, a, you know, an hour or two. But I, I sort of read it over the course of three evenings in bed. And it's all about how you can keep going with your art, which felt very fitting. And I actually bought yeah. it before this all happened, but I happened to have it on my bookcase by my bed. And if I, when when everything got crazy on Monday, it was sitting there and I thought this is exactly what I need right now is is something like this. And it's really nice because it's very visual. So it's not, and there's actually not a lot of text in it. It's quite short and sweet, but it is really, really good if you need a bit of a little food for thought about art and creativity and how to keep going with your art, even if you hit blocks and stuff. So that was really nice. And I, it's a kind of book that I'll probably pick up and go back to if I need a little bit of a boost. And then I also finished uh, a book called You're Not Broke, You're (laughs) Pre-Rich. Oh, I love the title of that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really good. So I actually bought this book on my Kindle last summer and I read maybe like not even a third of it. I read a little bit of it, but I have a real problem reading nonfiction on my Kindle because I like to make notes in my books. Anna knows this. She's read yeah. many of my books with all my notes in them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I can't make notes in a Kindle, obviously. So I I ended up reading something completely different. I ended up reading a fiction book on my Kindle that rest of that week. And I bought myself the physical copy of that book. So I've now bought it twice, which is very annoying. <laughs> but um, And I finally picked it up maybe two weeks ago and I've been reading it sort of every night chapter by chapter and it's basically a personal finance book it's all about investing and learning how to set up your pension and how to 
save money and just be clever with your money and essentially end up not necessarily rich but you know well off or comfortable um and it's really easy to read because I I've I've so bit of backstory with me I'm dyscalculic which means that I have dyslexia with numbers um I was the first person ever tested in my school and I was like off the charts when I was 16 I was so so bad with maths so I've always had this mental block that I'm not good at maths and not good with money but Mm. about two or three years ago now I decided I was going to learn how to be good at money and you've (laughs) done it (laughs) I've I've done it guys I've definitely done it and I just started reading all the books I could about finance and about money and about business finance and personal finance um so I've got plenty of books I can recommend I've actually got an Amazon shop that we can link in the show notes um which have got all the books I recommend in and all the personal finance books are in there but I had still not quite grasped investing I didn't know anything about it and I didn't understand anything to do with investing and I was really quite scared about investment in as as a subject I think it's quite yeah. a masculine subject and I felt really intimidated by it but this book it's only got a chapter on it so it's not a huge amount of knowledge but it's broken it down for me in such a way that I I feel like I get it now um That's and awesome. yeah I think it's a funny time to be looking at investing because the we all know that the stock markets have completely plummeted because of um, the coronavirus. But it's interesting for me to now be listening to the news and listening to the stuff about the stock market. And I feel like I kind of get it better than I did before. That's really cool. We'll yeah, have to do so a whole episode about like finance and that kind of stuff yes. as well. Oh, there sure. is so much to tell. Um, <laughs> what about, what have you been watching? Oh, well, on your recommendation, we watched the whole of Noughts and Crosses. On, oh my God, okay, it? so this is, is what I wanted to talk about. It's No, it's on uh, um, BBC iPlayer. BBC, that was it, yeah. So good. So I read the book of Noughts and Crosses when I was, I think I must have been 12 years old. I was really small. Um, so it's a really old book and it's so good. And I, it's one of those books that I clearly read and adored because it stayed with me. Yeah. I'm 20 I'm going to be 28 in May so it stayed with me a long time and when I heard that they the BBC were making this adaptation I got so excited. <laughs> so basically the plot is you can summarize it better. It's yeah it's it's as if the um African continent had colonized the rest of the world instead of the Europeans colonizing the rest of the world. So That's it's it. It's what would the world look like if that had happened? It's it's definitely like a more brutal take on that. And it's probably based more on how um, pre-apartheid um, stuff was. No, sorry, during yeah. the apartheid would have been. So it's quite... But set um, in modern days. But set in modern times, yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, it's... It's quite hard to watch at times, and but it definitely, as as a white person, makes you think about stuff, yeah. Which definitely. I I I like being challenged in that way, and I like being made to think about my privilege and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially a love story um, between a boy and a girl. She is black, he is white. He is very 
poor and she is the daughter of the prime minister and um, they sort of grew up together because his mum was their maid in the house yeah um, but they hadn't Alex seen each other basi- Alex basically likened it to Romeo and Juliet yeah it is it's it's, really it's uh, I mean <laughs> most love stories are based on Romeo and Juliet pretty um, much because they have that tragic romance which I adore I'm such a weirdo <laughs> um but they do have that sort of tragic romance feeling to them and um it's kind of their story about how they're not really meant to be together but they want to be together and it's really romantic and cute there's also a lot of political stuff that goes on in it and um I had a feeling about the ending but I couldn't quite remember if I had made up the ending I won't spoil it obviously yeah. but I I had remembered it correctly so when it all happened like that I was like oh I was right that is how it ends <laughs> So have you been watching anything else other than that? Um, We started watching The English Game on Netflix, which is about football in the late 1800s in England and about how it used to be a um, a, like elitist game. Oh, which I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. It's filmed and created by Julian Fellows. I think that's his name who created Downton Abbey. So it's got that kind of old um, but quite romantic old English feel to it, which I really wanted right now. I just did not want to watch anything that was gory or full of guns and craziness. Obviously, um, Noughts and Crosses is a bit like that, but it's done not too badly. So this one is much more lighthearted and we've only watched the first two episodes but so far it's been, yeah, it's been quite nice. So I think we're going to enjoy that. And I, I like football. I grew up, my dad's obsessed with football. So it's quite interesting to watch something about old football. So let's wrap up then with, because mm-hmm. what we wanted to do with these episodes is at the end, just do something like fun and silly, kind of like a meme or a challenge um, yeah. type thing. And this one's just a really quick one that I saw on Facebook the other day. It was coming up with your coronavirus name. So how you do it is you basically say your first name is how you're feeling and your last name is the last thing you ate from the cupboard. So (laughs) (laughs) there's been some really funny ones I've seen online. I think my favorite was like lazy crumpets or something like that, but (laughs) they get really silly. Um, But yeah, what's yours? A restless chocolate. Restless chocolate, nice. <laughs> Mine, it well on when was it? When when I first saw this, I was like, I was overwhelmed. Tin peaches, and then, and <laughs> <laughs> um, today I think I'm probably oh confused digestive biscuit. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I can imagine. I've that. got one literally sat in front of me, staring at me for when we finish. So. I'm going to go and eat that now (laughs) and I will catch up with you next week, Olivia. Yeah, I will speak to you next week. (laughs) Cheers. Remember, if you want to get more business content from me, you can head to byrosanna.co.uk, which is my website design and online education business. Or if you want more personal stuff, head to thecornishlife.co.uk for my Cornwall lifestyle blog. And if you'd like to check out my fashion photography portfolio, head to oliviabossert.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the business of fashion photography, head to oliviabossert.education.com. Thank you.